person who is dedicated to their ihsan, to their spiritual upliftment, is going to keep on trying to move along the way to where everything becomes irrelevant in terms of motivation except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything becomes irrelevant except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in regards to their spiritual progress. Sometimes it's not going to happen. Sometimes it doesn't necessarily make you sinful. You're just missing out on a great reward. You know, you read the, the very famous hadith, the first hadith in most hadith books, that actions are but by intention and everyone will gain what they intended. And then you go down that hadith and we usually don't read past the, the, the first two sentences. And so whoever make, makes hijrah for Allah and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam, his hijrah is for Allah and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And whoever made hijrah for some worldly benefit, made the migration so that they could benefit in some worldly sense, or so that they could get married. His migration is what he migrated for. And you'll always find the story of this man, Muhajir Um Qais. Muhajir Um Qais. Who, by the way, they're both Muslims. The man lives in Mecca. The woman either lives in Medina, Um Qais, or made hijrah to Medina. The scholars differ. But she says to him, listen, if you want to marry me, you've got to make hijrah to Medina. He makes hijrah because he wants to get married. So you cannot say that he has the same reward as the one who made hijrah to flee from Bilad al-Kufr ila Bilad al-Islam. From a place where they were being persecuted for their belief to a place of belief. You can't make that person equal in reward to Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman and Ali. You can't do that. But at the same time, he's a Muslim. Fine, you know what? That's what's going to motivate you. But don't show up on the day of judgment and say, I made hijrah for your sake, ya Allah. You get what you intended. And so if that's what was pushing you at the end of the day to take that step, the Prophet said, leave the man alone. Don't, don't go condemn him. Don't lash him. He's got to think about this himself and think about why he's really doing what he is doing. And that's what makes this hadith so beautiful. The hadith of Abu Hurairah where he said that the Prophet said that there is a man that went out and that a man went out to visit a brother of his in a faraway town. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent an angel to him. And the angel said to him, Aina Turid, where are you going? He said, Uridu Akhani fi hadihi I, I want to go visit a brother of mine who lives in this place. And the angel says to him, is there some sort of favor, anything you're, what's, what are you really going for? Is there something you're expecting from this person? Is there a payment that you're hoping for? Is there something else that you're hoping to get out of this that hopefully in, in, in the capacity of that visit, he also says, and oh, by the way, you can have this too. And oh, I've been meaning to do this for you. Is that person a powerful person? What are you really going for? Now, this person is talking to an angel that's been sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he does not simply say, I'm just going to visit him because he's my friend. So the only reason I'm visiting that person is because I love that person for the sake of Allah. What a beautiful answer. He didn't ask him, do you love him for the sake of Allah? Or are you doing it for Allah or something else? He simply said, is there something that you're seeking other than just a visit, just a check-in? Is this really a check-in or is this something else? 
He's saying, not only am I not seeking anything, I love this person for the sake of Allah. And the angel says, Allah has sent me to you. SubhanAllah, what a special person. Allah sent me to you to tell you, Allah loves you the way that you love that person for his sake. How beautiful. So when you call someone, or when you visit someone, or you check up on someone, and it's just, oh, nothing, I was just checking in, but you already have programmed in your mind that I'm going to probably need something from this person in a week or so, or a month or so, and it's going to look really bad if the first time I check in on this person is, you know, at that point. So let me put in a preliminary check-in. Call them up now so that when I need them, it doesn't look so awkward because I haven't spoken to that person for a long time. Not necessarily haram, but don't include yourself in this hadith. 